Hey, BroadwayCon the podcast listeners. Can you believe that BroadwayCon 2017, presented by Mischief Management and Playbill, is only about a month away? And of course, I have a few announcements. First off, if you're looking for me at BroadwayCon, I have a bunch of stuff going on and I want you to come to all of it. I'm doing a live show of this podcast on Friday at 1 p.m. featuring some fellow Broadway digital media folks like Andrew Bradis, a.k.a. Annoying Actor Friend, the ladies from the Hamilcast, Broadway Girl NYC, my boo Tyler Mount, my bestie Felicia Fitzpatrick from Playbill. I am in love with all of those people. It's going to be an amazing panel. On Saturday at 4, I'm moderating an LGBT panel featuring Robin Jesus, J. Armstrong Johnson, Beth Malone, Andrew Keenan-Bolger, Nathan Lee Graham, and one other yet-to-be-confirmed A-list lesbian. I'm not going to say her name. She hasn't confirmed. And then on Sunday at 11, Mike Jensen and I will be recording the 100th episode of the Theater People podcast with some of our favorite guests, like Celia and Andrew Keenan-Bolger, Kayala Settle, Daisy Egan, and a few more names we can't announce yet. So the best thing you can do for yourself at this point is download the BroadwayCon app and check it out. It is amazing what they've done with this thing. You'll find the week's schedule. It's where you'll see updates and changes. You can interact with fellow attendees. It really is the coolest thing. Download it in iTunes or Google Play, and you can find all of the information and tickets to BroadwayCon 2017 at broadwaycon.com. Okay, now to the show. I know a place where you belong. Come follow me and join the song. Welcome to BroadwayCon! The Podcast, the show for the theater kid in all of us. I'm your host, Patrick Hines. You guys, with BroadwayCon 2017 being just over a month away, I grabbed my recorder and headed back to the BroadwayCon office to check in with the people who make BroadwayCon happen. The first draft of the schedule had just gone live the day before. We were all freaking out over the app, and the crew was just hard at work getting everything in place. Here, we're catching up with Melissa Anelli and Sierra Fox, who you'll remember from our first installment of How BroadwayCon Gets Made, and we're making some new, very hardworking, very passionate friends as well. And after that, we'll have a brief chat with my favorite living actress, Celia Keenan-Bolger. Okay, here we go. Hi, guys. Melissa and Nellie, welcome back to the podcast. Hi, Patrick. That was really hot. <laughs> Hi, Sierra Fox. Hi. You guys, it is, it is, um, it's like def, how, what, what do straight people say? Defcon five? Three, I think. Three. Three? Where to three? Three. The week before is four and during is five. Let's give like a George W. Bush color-coded security threat announcement. What color are we at? Okay, a BroadwayCon security. What, what are the colors? All I know is orange. <laughs> I was just going to say. Oh, it's just really bad, you guys. It's just always orange. So what are we, okay, what's happening? What can we say, like what is the most recently confirmed thing we can talk about? Okay, we are getting very, very close to two big confirmations. I know what they are. You do know what they are. Because we couldn't help it as soon as you walked into the room, we had to tell you. Let's talk about stuff we can talk about. You know what I want to talk more about is, um, you guys, we have a lot of Broadway of the first, the first Look series. We have a lot, of, like, a lot of shows that we can talk about, right? When I was here last, we uh, only had Anastasia, but now... What can we talk about? Um, so we have, since the last time we appeared on the podcast, we've confirmed people from Come From Away, Bandstand, Significant Other, Amelie, and Miss Saigon. 
which is mind-blowing. I yeah. feel like I'm seeing the entire Broadway season at BroadwayCon. What do we expect out of the first... So what's going to happen there? Like, what happens with the First Look series? So each show in the First Look is going to get a segment, and they're going to get up and do an interview or a song, or they're, it's basically their time to use however they want to give you a sneak peek of their show and get you excited for the, for the spring season. Um, okay, let's talk about some of the other special events that are happening at BroadwayCon. So I know we're doing the BroadwayCon talent show. Yeah, BroadwayCon start B. It's very excited. It's very exciting. Oh, God. It's <laughs> DefCon Fuchsia. That's that's where we are. Um, um, so, yeah, we're doing BroadwayCon start B, which is our version of a talent show. And we're getting amazing submissions from from mostly young people who are who are um, showing us what amazing singers and dancers and, and uh, actors they are. Is it going to be like X Factor and they're going to be like on stage and we're going to have judges? Is that how it's going to work? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. We're going to have um, qualified celebrity and industry judges who will pick a winner. And the winner will be brought to 2018. And what oh, And what do they do at 2018? Like You mean BroadwayCon 2018? They'll be, they'll be the reigning BroadwayCon star to be winner, so they'll come back and pre- can perform or we'll figure it out. <laughs> wow, that's so exciting. Let's talk about where we are in the process of creating BroadwayCon. Let's first talk about the app, because when I was looking at it online, you had to download the app in order to see the schedule. So talk, is that how it's going to be? And then tell me about the app and what it does. I'm Takia Blackwell. I'm the operations director for Mischief Management, which means I uh, put together all of the parts, pieces to make the programming happen. So not the content that's on the stage, but the fact that there is one um, is <laughs> due in part to me. Um, so the app is basically going to be, um, the best way for everyone to get any information whatsoever about BroadwayCon. We'll probably be set like throughout the weekend, we'll be sending notifications if something crazy happens. Um, it will have the most updated schedule content. It has kind of all of the hours that you need to know when things are happening. And so, yes, like that is a hundred, a thousand percent the best way to stay up to date with information, um, for BroadwayCon. And as Sierra will tell you, like our schedule changes often. <laughs> and then if something happens like the blizzard people can like check the app and find out what's happening exactly i mean knock on wood because you know but yes yes yes, yes. so if anything changes on the schedule um honestly like the biggest things that would happen on site is like you know some guests move around or thing or like little things change here and there Sometimes panels switch rooms. That's a like that's a that's a big one that would happen like on site. But in the lead up right now, we're still fine tuning the schedule. And Sierra has the, this great line about it being the preview. Um, and so right now, there might be some more dramatic changes that you want to keep checking the app for to see exactly like when your favorite panels are going to be. Got it. Tell me your name and what do you do? <laughs> um, I'm Abby Laris. I'm the attendee engagement director for Mischief Management. Um, which means a lot of different things, but I, w- <laughs> I work with our attendees, our sponsors, our vendors, all of the different people that come to BroadwayCon and basically make sure they are all happy. Wow. So if people have uh, comments or concerns, they should address them. They should come and find you over the weekend. <laughs> they can come find the customer service desk, <laughs> um, which yeah, is me and, um, my fantastic team. Um, we basically make sure all of the attendees have their things under control and also work with vendor sales and sponsorship sales as well. Do you, can you talk about the marketplace? Yeah, so our marketplace is actually almost full right now, which is really exciting. We have about five booths left. Um, We've got a huge variety of people coming in there. Um, We've got people like Broadway Records who are coming in. um, And uh, hi, Robbie (laughs) Roselle. 
<laughs> um, so they'll be there. They're actually doing some signings with some of their artists in their booth, which is really cool. Um, we've got a whole bunch of vendors coming in and selling their merchandise, um, both like T-shirts, uh, obviously CDs, um, a whole variety of things like that. We've got a really cool StubHub lounge in this space. Um which have phone chargers and then the attendees can hang out there when they're not in programming. Um, we have um, the audience rewards autograph and photograph space in the marketplace as well, which is where people can come get their things signed or get pictures with special guests. I'm going to be one of them. You guys asked me to like sign. I'm going to be like an autograph signer picture taker. And all I want to know is who canceled. <laughs> no. <laughs> the audience rewards autograph photograph area is going to be really cool. We've got a whole bunch of people lined up back there. Hey, what are you most excited about? Are you going to get to have any fun? And what do you want to see? If you could, let's say it might not necessarily happen, but if you could see anything at Broadway Con, what would it be? Um, the opening ceremony is always a really cool part. Um, it's definitely the big, you know, the flashy start of the weekend. Um, and we have a fantastic cast and crew that are going to be working on it um, with performances and pieces, fun cameos. It should be a lot of fun. Do, who's writing it? Do we know who's writing it this year? Is it? I mean, I know who I think it is. Yeah, Ryan Scott Oliver? Wow, we do you guys know how the kids go crazy for 35 millimeter? Bonkers. This is gonna be amazing. Yeah. Hi, who are you? Hi, I'm Amy Fisk. I'm the talent manager for BroadwayCon. So I lead a team of talent coordinators, and when guests are confirmed through the programming team in Sierra, they get past me and I answer all the questions. I ask them if they can do autographs and photo booths. I deal with their itineraries, all of the logistics of their appearances and answer any questions. Who have you been like freaking out over the fact that you get to email with? Um, a lot of the first look casts I'm really excited about. I'm so excited for Anastasia to come to Broadway. So I've been having a really fun time emailing and coordinating with them. Also, of course, Cheetah Rivera. <laughs> like that's just crazy that I can email her press people if I want to like that's insane um and as well as Joel Gray like people that you like grow up hearing about and now I get to talk about actually like seeing them and confirming all the details of their appearance is insane what are you most excited about seeing that hasn't already been mentioned I can't mention first look again oh, yeah. no there has to be other amazing things that are happening oh, god um and don't mention coming to my autograph session that'll just be embarrassing <laughs> Uh, I think Family Feud is going to be a really fun time on the main stage. Oh, BroadwayCon Feud. Sorry. BroadwayCon Feud. Tell us about that. That's, Colella is going to be, is, is moderating that, right? Yeah, and we've got a bunch of amazing guests on board. Um, I know Carolee Carmelo is on board, who was actually on Family Feud with her real family. What? Back in the day, and will now be in BroadwayCon Feud, which I think is very fun. <laughs> That is incredible. Amazing. Well, nice talking to you, Amy Fisk. Thanks. You too. Uh, Sierra, so last year you had this great story of getting an email from Alice Ripley that was like, hi, can Alice Ripley please come? I'm getting questions from the fans and she linked to her um, Wikipedia page because she thought you wouldn't know who she was. Have you had anything crazy like that this year? Mm, there haven't been a ton of people just reaching out that have been bonkers, but the number of people who are tweeting and saying like, can I come? And I'm like, yes, absolutely. Like who? Give us names. I will say that the other day I was emailing Celia Keenan-Bolger. Oh, my love. And we're working out scheduling and all these things. And I'm thinking, like, some people take selfies with their favorite actors. <laughs> like, that sounds easier, but also less fun. You know, she's going to – so I'm doing – one of the shows I'm doing is the Theater People 100th episode. And Celia's going to be – it's a favorite guest. And Celia's going to be there. That's amazing. Are you going to come? I might be putting out a fire, but if I'm not, <laughs> I plan to come. Can you say anyone else who's going to be on the – Yeah, so the confirmed guest for our 100th 
hundredth, uh, our hundredth episode is uh, Celia Keenan Bolger, Andrew Keenan Bolger, Daisy Egan, Kayala Settle, and one more that I'm I can't confirm yet, so I'm not going to mention. So then I can tell you my Kayala Settle story now that we've broken the news that she's coming. Yes, tell me. I had reached out to Kayala a while back, but she's doing the new movie with Hugh Jackman, which she couldn't tell me at the time, and she was like, "I'm filming." And I was like, "Filming in New York or California?" And we fell out of touch. And she reached out last week and was like, "Is it too late? Can I still?" come and I am obsessed with her I am obsessed with hands on a hard body Kayla Settle once had to put me in a cab late at night like I am what happened it is a long story but she got me and my friend home that night were you intoxicated I was not intoxicated was she I was the overwhelmed sober friend but so like I my love for Kayla Settle knows no bounds and she emailed me and was like is it too late can I still come have I missed the chance and I was like I will rearrange the entire schedule if that's what it takes to get you to Broadway con oh that's so exciting I love Kayla Settle so do you know that so of all we have a hundred episodes of theater people hers is the second most popular and it was the first most popular for a really long time until we had a little nobody named Lin-Manuel Miranda who's he nobody knows Nobody knows. Melissa and Ellie, um, I'm just curious about contingency plans. So, like, let's just say something goes wrong. Do we have any backups? That is me knocking on all the wood. Um, we, so, so the thing about last year is that, is that we were all pretty much locked in the hotel as it was. Well, I was thinking about if something goes wrong... See, last year when you had the blizzard, at least people could go up to their rooms. You know what I mean? Now we're at the Javits Center. I've just been handed our inclement weather policy. <laughs> oh, it's a policy, you guys. Our attendee engagement director. So, okay. But what I, what I mean about last year is that it, it the show does really literally go on with BroadwayCon unless there is, there is literally no way to get to the event, which even in Jonah uh, last year... <laughs> the inside New York City subway was still working, which is why we did not shut down. If there was no way for people to actually get to the hotel, we might have considered shutting down. If it really is only walking, we will shut the event down and we will issue instructions, you know, at the time. But I think last year proved that this thing is happening. (laughs) Get here. (laughs) Get here. (laughs) Because, yeah. Are we doing any holdovers that, that came up only because of the blizzard? Are we doing any events that, like, are we repeating events? Oh, yeah. So BroadwayCon started B happened because of the karaoke event that we threw together at the last minute last year. We knew that we would eventually want um, attendees to have a chance to sing on the BroadwayCon stage, but it got pushed into action by by the extra time we had on the stage because of the the uh, blizzard. That that ca- came directly from that, and so we just tr- decided to make it formal this year. Also, the, the blizzard party line is now a forever fixture. Of, we're doing that for sure. Yeah, and it's called the blizzard party line. Right. Do we know who we're calling? Um, yeah, some of the people who had to who had to actually um, back out, like Laura Bonanza, we're going to try and call, um, and we're going to we're still gathering the lists. Uh, it was a surprise last time, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll try and keep it a surprise this time too. What is your favorite thing that you booked, or not that there just has been? But like, what are you like? Oh my god, I can't believe that's happening. Um, Cheetah Rivera is a big one for me because Cheetah Rivera, Joel Gray, all of that feels like of a different world of Broadway star that I kind of grew up revering and it's just a whole it's just a whole other kind of amazing um this year one of the things I can't believe is happening is something that I I think and hope we're announcing this week it has to do with another show that's been around for more than 20 years 
um, which it's funny because last year we were around this time we were talking about the anniversary of Rent uh, announcement and we're hoping against hope that by the time this podcast comes out, we have officially announced uh, another celebratory event of a show that we've all known for a while. I know that narrows it down to like, I don't know, three shows. Is it still running? Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. So, it, okay. Yeah, narrows it down. There's like three, three, am I, you, you know, you know, just, you know, hopefully by now, somebody's singing, so. Takiya's singing the song, so I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> um, You guys, I'm so excited for Broadway Con. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be bananas. We can't wait. I think we need to do this again, like the week before. <laughs> I will have you know that I just waited for them all to laugh when you said that because you won't have to, like, you, all you have to do is stand in the middle of this room and just put the microphone down and it's going to be quality content right there the week before us. But we are, we are just starting like the production of, we're starting the, the process of creating the opening, which is always a really exciting, crazy time. We're kind of like contracting all our, our, all our short term, you know, directors and stage managers and stuff that all, the, the, the wheels are starting to really start turning uh, as this in these last six weeks you guys are working so hard um what should we what should we all say should we how should we end this should we all just say welcome to broadway con a la anthony rap all right ready one two three welcome to broadway cons and i live in a house where there's an oversized dictionary that i read as a girl on the toilet So a few weeks back, I was interviewing Celia Keenan-Bolger for another project. And as we got to the end of the interview, I just had to ask her about one of my favorite moments I've ever seen on a Broadway stage. I bet a lot of you can guess what I'm talking about. It was in the 2013 revival of The Glass Menagerie, in which Celia starred as Laura Wingfield. Her character entered the play by being pulled into the scene through a couch cushion. Her final exit in the play was back through the same couch cushion. Literal stage magic. I remember gasping when I saw it, and I've never forgotten it. And since it seems that we could all use a little bit of magic right now, I thought I'd ask her about it. Um, can we? I hear my child in the hallway. Can we end at a non sequitur? Yes, please. Um, what did you? What was your first reaction when you realized you were going to come through the couch? Like David Copperfield magic. <laughs> He was like, and then through a bit of magic, you'll like come through the couch. And I was like, with like a wire or like a string, like I could not understand what he was talking about. I was like, is there about to be like a magician who comes in and is like, and then we'll like have a puff of smoke and you'll come through the couch. But of course it was like the most basic. What was the magic? Can you tell us? I mean, it was just a couch that didn't have a back. Really? Yeah. Or like, it, yeah. In my memory, I see a back on that, on that couch. There's like a, the frame of it, but then the back was like... They just took the back off, so it's just the cushions. I guess it was a full couch, though, because also you had to be able to sit on it. Yeah. I do remember getting a lot of different sized chairs and them being like, can you fit through that? Can you fit through that? Can you fit through that? And so they like found a square that was the size that I could fit through. And then they're like, okay, we're good to go. Did it get gasps every night? Yeah. Sometimes laughs mm -hmm. in a way that I was like, I get it. I mean, watching somebody come out of a couch is a weird, <laughs> weird thing. But um, I do think the good, the payoff was at the end. Yes. When, you know, you're back in. But, uh, yeah. You know, it's my favorite moment I've ever seen on stage in my whole entire life. That's like John Tiffany right there for you. Yeah. The true 
theatricality with nothing. Yeah. With just a couch without a back. Yeah. Um, I love you so much. Can I interview you once a year? Yes, please. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with you. I'll be here. Thank You're you. so sweet, Patrick. Thank you, bye. I wrote you a letter How I found the spelling bee such fun Mama, mama, mama But you didn't react And you never BroadwayCon The Podcast is a co-production between BroadwayCon Media and Theatre Podcast Productions. Just a reminder that tickets to BroadwayCon 2017 are still available. You can find information, tickets, and you can download the app at broadwaycon.com. Episodes of BroadwayCon The Podcast are produced, mixed, and edited by me, Patrick Hines. We'll be back next Wednesday with BuzzFeed's resident theatre nerd, but otherwise totally cool kid, Louis Peitzman. Until then, we ask you to remember this. If you get really pissed and will cut someone's slack When they call the cast album a friggin' soundtrack You're a band you're